Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, friends. Dwight Beal here. And I am here with Drew Crick hey, in hey. the VP Studios, and it is Thursday, October six. And Drew, it's Thankfulness Thursday, so we love to just focus on things that we're grateful for. Yeah. And what you got? <laughs> um, I'd say that I'm incredibly thankful for um, the Lord's provision in me just the past. Um, well, month, to be honest, um, as Dwight already knows, it's been a very chaotic mm-hmm. um, month for me just with I, I recently moved. I got a new job. Um, my fiance and I are planning for a wedding. Um, and throughout all of that, God's provided me with this job that I was nervous on whether or not I'd get. He provided me with um, a very affordable rental home, which is hard to come by and it's a mansion (laughs) and it's a mansion um so yeah i would definitely have to say that i'm thankful for uh god's provision and uh provisions in Mm. in my life yep yeah that's awesome yeah a couple weeks ago i texted drew and said hey what how how can i be praying for you and he said pray for stress (laughs) because i got a lot going on a lot of things up in the air so it's really cool to see how god has provided so many things in such a short period of time. Hmm. Well, cool. Well, let's jump into our reading for today. Reading is out of Jeremiah 7. And in my NIV study Bible, the title is False Religions Are Worthless. So I'm just going to read verses 1 through 11. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Stand at the gate of the Lord's house and there proclaim this message. Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah who come through these gates to worship the Lord. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel says, reform your ways and your actions and I will let you live in this place. Do not trust in deceptive words and say, this is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. Interesting. Hmm three times. (laughs) If you really change your ways and your actions and deal with each other justly, if you do not oppress the foreigner, the fatherless, or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place, and if you do not follow other gods to your own harm, then I will let you live in this place in the land I gave your ancestors forever and ever. But look, you are trusting in deceptive words that are worthless. Will you steal and murder, commit adultery and perjury, burn incense to Baal and follow other gods you have not known, and then come and stand before me in this house which bears my name and say, we are safe, safe to do all these detestable things? Has this house which bears my name become a den of robbers to you? But I've been watching, declares the Lord. Thoughts, questions, comments, critiques? (laughs) Th- thoughts mm-hmm. um just kind of going over the the first question um i i just i i'd put that 
I discovered that he's not unjust, he's reasonable. Mm. Um, it, everything that he's asking always, it, it all seems so simple, you mm-hmm. know, but I think, um, you know, it might seem simple, but when you actually put in the, I don't know, like the time to, to follow him, it, it, it can seem difficult at times too. Mm-hmm. Um, one, like the verses that stuck out to me were in verses five through seven. Um, and just to kind of sum it up, um, if you do not do all these things, meaning if you really change your ways, um, don't oppress the foreigner, um, the fatherless or the widow and do not shed innocent blood, um, all that five through seven, he will reward us. He'll let us live, um, in the land that he gave to your ancestors for forever and ever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, you were just saying that God is, he is reasonable and he really is for us, Mm -hmm. wanting to see us do the right thing, wanting to see us prosper and wanting to see us living in in a right relationship with him. Yeah, I would agree that we really do see that here. Yeah. I would say something else that I, I take away from this passage about God, and we've seen this in all the other passages this week as well, but that that God really doesn't like idolatry. Mm. You know, they're they're worshiping Baal, which is blatant idolatry, right? Which raises a question for me, is idolatry so blatant in our day and age? Yeah, I can think of... A lot of people, myself included, that might have um, certain idols in their lives that, that they put before God. Hmm. Um, I think we we were just talking in a previous podcast. Um, I was talking about TV before bed, mm. you know? Um, I'd say before bed, I definitely put that before, before God. Hmm. So, and I just talked about what can I be doing to change that while well, it's yeah. limiting the time with that and spending more time in the word before I go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. We're reading this book together called the reset by a guy named Jeremy Riddle. Mm -hmm. And in the first chapter, Jeremy talks about how he really wanted to be a rock star, (laughs) you know, and he was getting more and more miserable. And he realized that really this, this idea of becoming a famous musician had become an idol Mm. for him. And I can, Maybe relate to that a little bit. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. When I was a kid, I spent many hours air jamming in front of the mirror. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fantasizing about playing for crowds of tens of thousands. Oh, man. I remember watching lots of live videos of Bethel and Elevation thinking like, that's going to be me someday. So, yeah. Yeah. Definitely related to that. Yeah. And those things can become idols, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the story of Jeremy Riddle, he's wrote this book that we're reading. He finally came to a crisis point where he kind of had to let that go. You know, interesting that after he let it go, he he did become a very well-known songwriter and worship leader. This he did. Yes. (laughs) Um, I haven't finished the book, but I'm, I'm guessing that he will go on to say that's something God did, not me. You know, Mm. he, the God orchestrated that he opened the doors, you know, for that. But yeah, anything, that we put before God really is an idol, mm. right? Yeah. And back in the, the times of the Israelites, idolatry was so visual and so blatant, you know, like going to a 
Baal worship ceremony is clear idolatry or mm. making a golden calf and bowing down to the golden calf, you know, clear idolatry. But when I sit and fantasize about the next iPhone and Apple watch that comes out and I realize that I've spent three times more time with that today than I have in the word, <laughs> that's not as visual or blatant to the outside world, right? Mm. But I can just as honestly say, God, I think, I think I might have an idol. So for me, ugh, I, I feel like I'm constantly coming back to God saying, I want to love you with all of my heart, soul, strength, and mind. I love you more than anything or anyone in this world. But I have to keep re-upping on that and repenting of getting distracted like you were talking about on Monday. So all that to say, I think idolatry is just as much of a problem Mm -hmm. Uh, for people in our day and age. Yeah, absolutely. As it was for people in Isaiah's day and age. Anything else about human nature or us that you picked up in this passage? Yeah, um, we didn't read verse 24. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll read it really quick. Yeah. Um, But they did not listen or pay attention. Instead, they followed the stubborn inclinations of their evil hearts. They went backwards and not forwards. Um, So it just kind of caused me, again, to check my heart and just ask the questions, like, where am I at in my relationship with Jesus? Am I going backwards or am I going forwards? Mm. Am I like those ancestors? Mm. That's good. Yeah, I picked up in this passage the word deceived showed up a couple different times. Jeremiah 7, 4 says, do not trust in deceptive words and say, this is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. There's that repetition three times. Three times. And then in verse 8, but look, you are trusting in deceptive words that are worthless. And we already touched on this Monday or Tuesday, but just how, how easily deceived we are into trusting deceptive words if we're not careful and if we don't keep our eyes fixed on Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if we don't stay steeped in his word, uh, it is very easy to be deceived. And the deceiver is good at his job. He Unfortunately, pulled, yeah. Yeah. He's spent thousands of years honing it. One, one of my takeaways uh, this week is just praying for discernment that uh, I would not be easily deceived and that God would allow me to uh, discern his truth and his path forward. Anything for you, Drew, any takeaways today of uh, if there's something new to believe or obey or just reaffirm in your faith walk? I mean, if, if, if he's with us, who can be against us, Hmm. you know, I mean, that's, That's probably my biggest takeaway. That's good. All right, friends. We got one more day together with Drew. So happy Thursday to you, and the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you today and give you his peace. Talk to you tomorrow. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.